Are you happy with where you're at right now? Well, what if I were to tell you that you are the only person holding yourself back? No one and nothing else is holding you back. I initially started to believe this idea. I don't I don't remember initially, but the first book that I read that really started to change my views and actually start to form this belief in my mind was reality transurfing. I read it and then I liked it. I like liked how it changed my life so much that I read it again. So I've read it twice. And then I realized like I really got into the knowledge and I went down the rabbit hole because I, after all of that, I realized that there's really only one difference between the hyper successful and the normal ordinary citizen. And it's all in their mind. Like that's literally the only difference. And so I started to realize that. And then I looked up more books more and more books on mindset and worldview. And then I went to Funnel Hacking Life where I heard about Napoleon Hill. Russell Brunson obsessed over Napoleon Hill, who turns out Napoleon Hill was commissioned by Andrew Carnegie, the most, the richest man in the world at that time to literally go study he was literally Andrew Carnegie told Napoleon Hill to go study all of the richest people in the world all of the most successful people in the world and he told him to go study them and figure out what they're about figure out what their deal is and so what he he did that he did that for 29 years so he's And Andrew Carnegie gave him all the connections to the most powerful and the most successful and the richest men and women in the world. And he wrote a book about it called the law here. I have it written down. It's called the law of success in 16 lessons. And then Henry Ford saw that book and said that was too powerful. So he made it like they basically took it off of the out of print. So like no one had access to it anymore. And then he had to edit it down and then wrote uh, He edited it down to one book and then he edited it down even more. And then it was put into think and grow rich. So Think and Grow Rich is extremely edited down. And that's why most people don't actually see as much success just from that one book because there's a missing link. And I just watched a video because I was researching about this particular topic. I wanted to learn about this, like Napoleon Hill and all this like stuff because yesterday I watched... Right, like I said, Russell Brunson is like obsessing over Napoleon Hill, and he has been for the past—I I don't know how long, probably like twenty years or so. I don't know. And he ended up buying like the original first pre-edition for like two million dollars of. He basically bought like a whole collection of all of Napoleon Hill's books, the most complete set, like known. So he bought all that and then he turned it into a business. Like he created a business called Secrets of Success and it just launched yesterday. So I was watching the, his video selling, like the video basically selling his, like that, his first offer. And in that video, I learned about the story of the, the secret or the law. Wait, what is it called? The law of success in 16 lessons. But I forgot about, I forgot what the, what the book was called. Excuse me. I thought, I forgot what the book was called. So today, right before uh, podcasting, I was writing my notes down and I didn't really have much notes. So I instantly remembered about how I was reading or learning about Napoleon Hill. So I wanted to research it more to get more notes about today's episode. And what I learned was I saw this video because I I remembered uh, Kevin Shrud 
Trudeau, I think his name. I remembered that guy. And so I basically looked up his name and then I remembered that he was talking about there was like a missing or I was I don't even remember what I looked up, but I looked up something about Kevin Trudeau Trudeau and I found a video. It was basically like the missing secret. It was something called the missing secret. And in that video, it was like 20 minutes long and I watched it all, took a lot of notes and I realized that I need to read this book. And the thing is, I'm kind of in this situation where I have seven books that I want to read as well, but I also want to read that book. And the law of success in 16 lessons is like 550 pages long around. So it's a pretty big book, but a lot of things, I learned a lot of lessons about that. For example, it confirmed my suspicion. Just just in the video, it confirmed my suspicion because it was two very successful people talking and pretty much I realized that you're the only person holding you back. Like you're, you are your own spirit. Like, or you are a soul basically. So you're a soul. You don't have a soul, but you are a soul. And the human mind is basically like a radio and it can emit frequencies. So imagine a radio where you tune the radio to the, let's say rock music station. Well, then you're going to get rock music. Then you switch the tune to opera music, and then you get opera music. And then you switch it to classical music, and then you get classical music. But when you switch it to classical, you're not going to get rock. You're just going to get classical. So that's like the frequency it's attuned to. And you're, you're like the human mind is just like that. It is a radio that like when it's attuned to a certain frequency, that's what you get. So that's why the poor get poorer and the rich get richer because the rich are attuned to that rich frequency and they just get richer and richer and richer. That's what they attract. Like they're not going to attract poorness because they're not thinking about it. They're not going to attract poverty and they're not thinking about it. And I like had this suspicion and I also had this kind of urge to learn about quantum mechanics or quantum mechanics I think it's called quantum physics Phys- I don't even know something something like that it's basically like how energy how the world works like energy and stuff like that and what I realize is that like the successful people know how that stuff works they know about quantum mechanics they know all that stuff like this one guy was talking he was a older guy towards the end of the video, the second half of the video. And he was talking all about like, he was talking about that, how when you want something, no, let me, let me talk about this. He, he was talking about how most people don't even know what they want. And over the past couple of like weeks or months, I've been really learning about what limiting beliefs I have. And I was really starting to understand that society has like put in a lot of limiting beliefs. So what I came to the conclusion, I've been starting to come to this conclusion, but especially after this video that I watched, I realized that society basically kind of you start off pure and you start off whole. And this was a story that he told. Basically, when you're a kid, you say, oh, I want this. I want that. And you tell your parents, like, I want to have a mansion. Let's just say that. I want to have a mansion. And then your parents are like, well, how are you going to get that? And then you're like, oh, I don't know. And so you are basically conditioned and you're basically taught to drop the want and drop the desire just because you don't know how to. 
And so what this one guy found is that once he realized, he became conscious of that and became conscious of the fact that he was not striving for things that he wanted. He was striving for things that he think that he could get. That's what most people do. Their goals are set based off of what they think they can do because they were conditioned in such a way to not want things that are that seem out of their limits. Yet we see every day countless people pop up out of nowhere and become millionaires. Countless people just become a millionaire just like that. The other month, I went to a business conference, Funnel Hacking Live, and I saw an award ceremony of people earning an award for making a million dollars. And I saw so many people that all looked like normal, ordinary people. But the one crazy thing about it was I saw probably like 15, like six-year-olds or 10-year-olds, like really young kids walk on that stage. They were making millions. And so if you are a soul, like everyone's soul is perfect. So everyone is perfect, but the reason why you're not perfect is because society has basically morphed you into such, like like society has placed this mindset into you over the years and taught you your limits and taught you what you're capable of. But that's all just limiting beliefs. It's all limiting beliefs. Like think about that word, limiting belief. It's a belief that you have that is limiting you. So it makes sense that if you have a lot of limiting beliefs, then you're not going to achieve much. And that's, that's society's goal. That's why we have this whole system of like creating our, our worldview to be extremely limiting. That's why we have the school system, college, the workforce. Like that's why we have all this stuff and it goes deep and I'm like learning all about it, but your limiting belief. So if you are basically, I drew a big circle. So in my notes, one of the things that I didn't want to like write all of this out because it would take a lot of words. So I basically drew a picture and I basically drew a big circle and that's called your, I labeled it your true potential or your like limits. And then I put this tiny dot in the middle of the circle, which was basically like your your, your current worldview and your current limits with your current worldview. So essentially, let's just say your circle, your limits is 100 feet in diameter. Let's just like, just for argument's sake, let's just say your, your actual limits, like what you're actually capable of is a hundred feet in diameter, which I'm starting to learn that maybe our real limits are infinite, but let's just set a a finite limit for now, just for argument's sake. So a hundred feet in diameter is your actual limits, what you're actually capable of. And then you have a quarter of an inch in diameter circle in the middle of it. That is your, what you believe your limits are like your current worldview, like limiting you into that tiny little circle. And so if, if our current, like if our current limits that we believe are, is that tiny little circle. And the only thing keeping us in that tiny little circle is what's going on in our mind. Like just our limiting beliefs. If that's the only thing keeping us down, well, then doesn't it make sense to go down the rabbit hole and study and learn and destroy the limiting beliefs and widen that circle? The more and more limiting beliefs you destroy, the wider your circle gets. And right now, your circle is a quarter of an inch. That encapsulates everything that you've achieved at that moment. So right now, I haven't really achieved much, just like a good physique. That's like the only thing that I've really achieved. So that means that my circle is very small. 
And so the more and more limiting beliefs that I destroy, the bigger and wider my circle is, which means that let's just say I have $100. Let's just say I've made $100 and my circle is a quarter of an inch. So that means your circle is a quarter of an inch and you've made $100. So then if you expand it to 10 feet, then that means you make like a million dollars. So if you simply just expand your circle more and more, your circle of limiting beliefs more and more, closer and closer to your true potential, then that will expand your success. And the way you do that is by changing your thoughts. There was this really good quote that I heard in the in the video. And it was basically, if you want things to change in your life, you're going to have to change things in your life. If you want things to change in your life, you're going to have to change things in your life. Makes sense, right? And the person who said that was Brian Tracy. So let's let's talk about that. If you want things to change in your life, you're going to have to change things in your life. That just makes sense. Just does. And what do you do first? What do you change first? Well, it was said in the video, and I'm going to say it again. You start with your mind. You start with your thought patterns. You start with your worldview. Everything going on in your mind, your thoughts. Start with your thoughts because you're a radio. Like your soul, your soul is perfect. Like you have this extremely large potential. So that means that you can achieve anything. There was a a person... I think it was Kevin Trudeau. He was literally like uneducated. He didn't like go to school or anything. He had no good job. He was basically like doing nothing. Essentially, his like physical situation was worthless. Like he was just an average Joe. And then he learned the truths about when you change your thoughts and then he changed his frequency and then he went on to become like a multi-millionaire, extremely successful man, literally went on yachts, crazy billionaire lifestyle, like all of this stuff. It's because he changed his thoughts. It all starts with your thoughts. And I'm so glad that more and more I go down this rabbit hole, the more and more my suspicions are confirmed. And there was this other thing that I want to talk about. This other guy, I don't know his name, but the second, the older guy that was talking in the video that I'm referencing is he basically said that he didn't really have much like success. I don't, honestly, I forgot the story because of this, um, the way that our mind works, when you see, when you hear something, you forget it. When you see something, you remember it. And when you do something, you understand it. So when you like watch a YouTube video, you're likely to forget about it. But when you read something, you're likely to remember it. So that's, that's why my, I not just watched this video. I only watched it one time, but pretty much the guy, he like was told to write down on a piece of paper what he wants. Like write down your goal, what you want, not what you think you can get, but write down what you want. And one of the lessons I learned in a book called 10X is easier than 2X. Operate under a mindset of want and not need because want is abundance, need is scarcity. When you operate under need or what you think you can achieve, then you're basically operating in that small circle of a worldview. And you're also, you're operating under the society's worldview that is already programmed to like keep you down. But when you operate under once, you're actually operating under your soul's frequency and your soul is all like all powerful, not your brain, your brain has been morphed by society. As a result, it's not very powerful, but your soul is all powerful. So that's why you have to scrape away at your brain and actually make your brain all powerful by con- like manip- controlling your thoughts and actually 
changing your worldview. And so what this guy did was he wrote down his goal on a piece of paper, like a, like a, a cardboard or like, um, just like a little square cardboard piece. And he put it in his pocket and he did it like as a joke, just because he was kind of like, it's kind of like a joke to him. He didn't really think it would work. So he didn't really believe it, but he just put it in his pocket and he kept it in his pocket. And then he would like touch it every once in a while. And what happened was when he touched it, because when you like see an image in your head, so you visualize your goal, it creates like cells in your in your brain, or I don't know the actual science, but I'm basically giving you like the bro science version. It creates cells in your mind so now you have these cells but they're not like activated unless you're actually like unless they're actually triggered and so one way to trigger them is just by thinking about them or you can like when you touch something when you feel like texture it activates things in your mind so if you kind of like link i'm pretty sure that what what he was trying to get at is if you link a texture to your goal so you write down your goal on a piece of cardboard that you can fit in your pocket and then you like remember that texture then now those things are linked so now when you put your hands in your pocket just out of habit you create a habit to just put your hands in your pocket that basically sends a signal to your brain to start activating those sensors of your goal so now you're at this new frequency, which this whole like putting, writing down your goal on a piece of paper, I knew about writing your goal on a piece of paper, but I didn't know about like touching it, like physically touching your goal. That is something I definitely will use like, and actually take advantage of after this episode, I'm actually going to go right away and write down my goal on a piece of paper or on a piece of cardboard and go from there. But you when you touch it, it basically like attunes your mind to that frequency. And so now you're actually thinking about your goal. You're actually that radio attuned to that frequency. And so there, the video was called like the missing link or the missing thing or whatever. And he like Kevin Trudeau was talking in like the first half of the video and he kept on like referencing this missing piece that was missing from the what's it called it was missing from that book think and grow rich and he kept on like telling more and more stories to build this value he told all kinds of stories to build the value and i was like is he really gonna do this am i gonna have to watch this whole video through all i wanted to know was the missing thing And I watched the whole video through and he never said the actual missing thing because the video was kind of, it was like edited. And so I, I'm like, there was a lot of insights that I gained from the video, but I'm unsure if I actually missed the missing piece. And so that's why I want to read this book because if, if there's one missing piece, then I definitely want to know that missing piece, but there's obviously more to it if there's a 600 page book written about the secrets of success like i i've read a 750 page book all about like managing your reality two times so i i'm like 100 gonna read this book the law of success in 16 lessons And it's usually those like not very well-known books in like from the mainstream that are the best. Like I've noticed that no, like not very many people in America know about transurfing, reality transurfing. Like not, not like the, it's the mainstream does not know about reality transurfing. It's all just niche esoteric people that know about it and so and that book is like the most amazing book i've ever read and so it makes sense that like all of the mainstream books yeah they're good but they're mainstream so you have to kind of look at it with the perspective that if 
the mainstream people, like the 99% think that this book is good and it's popular, well then, yeah, you may find a little benefit off of it, but it's probably not going to be the most like amazing book out there. I've never heard of the 16 or the law of success in 16 lessons. And you can tell because I keep on looking down at my notebook to figure out what it's called because I keep on forgetting what that book is called because I have to keep looking at it. So this book, I think that is going to be a game changer. And I don't know when I'm going to read it because I want to read Die Wise. I just started this morning, which I'll talk about in the following couple episodes. And I want to read Ascent on Humanity, Come of Age, Dance. Uh, I already read Dance After Music Stops. I want to read Journeys Out of Body. I want to read Egypt Code. And I want to read Tufti the Priestess. So all these books are on my list and I already have them in my closet. So I, I got to read them all or else they're just going to be added to my pile and never read. Because once I read the secret, the, what is it called? The law of success in 16 lessons. Once I read that, I'll probably be in that zone and want to read more Napoleon Hill books. So that I'll just never read these books in my closet right now. Which just the other day, like literally yesterday, I was thinking that these are the most amazing books that I need to read right now, which I still believe, but now I'm on to this new book, The Law of Success in 16 Lessons, that I want to read also. So I got to keep like, and I find that this happens a lot. I I have the shiny object syndrome when it comes to books. But usually I'm disciplined and I actually read the good ones, so... That's that's good. All right, so one of the things I said was make it a mission to destroy all false limiting beliefs. And that just makes sense because if your circle, like let's say you've achieved, let's say you have, no, let's just look at my situation. I am... On episode 94, episode 95, I'm on episode 95 and I have gotten no like real success with any of my episodes. I've uploaded a bunch of TikToks, no real success. I've gotten like 200 views each on the TikToks and that's it. I've uploaded... 94 episode or actually I'm on episode 89 that's been or 88 I think episode 88 it just posted this morning so I'm like I'm doing all this stuff physically but I still have these limiting beliefs I'm working on it every single day reading helps a lot and I haven't seen any like success other than that one day where I got 50 downloads in one day but other than that like I haven't I haven't made any money so I still haven't gotten any like monetary gain out of it and it's been three months which I'm not sure how quick it should happen but that's why I'm really locking in on this worldview okay so one of the things I was telling my friend about today was Everyone has negative thoughts. So every single person has doubts, insecurities. Everyone has some sort of negative thought or another. Even the most successful people. Even Andrew Carnegie, Napoleon Hill. Even like any successful person, any person that you can think of has had a negative thought. So it makes sense that if I have negative thoughts, then there's nothing to worry about because those successful people have negative thoughts as well. But the only difference between the successful people and the 99%, the average people, are that the average people succumb and let those negative thoughts affect their life. But the 99% ignore and push those thoughts to the side, lock them in a box and throw them far away, and they gain success. And that goes along with the principle of managing your thoughts like everyone has negative thoughts so like there's no reason for that to discourage you 
Okay, so I was talking earlier about how our brain is like a radio. And I was also talking about like society conditions us. I want to combine them and basically say that we have our brain is a radio with infinite signals. Or let's just say, let's use the combine the circle uh, analogy of 100 feet in diameter circle. So let's say our brain is a radio that has 100 frequencies. Okay? 100 frequencies. And we can access any of those frequencies at any time. But society has basically programmed our brain our brain, our radio, society has programmed our brain to only see one or two frequencies, like to only see the middle class or the poor poverty frequency. Society has like programmed our brain to have all of these limiting beliefs, which as a result as only one frequency. And it's like not a successful frequency. So all we have to do is attuned to those hidden frequencies, which we can inherently attune to because it's our, it's not because we learn how to, it's because it's our birthright. It's not because we earn how, earn it. It's our birthright. Like I said earlier, our soul is perfect. So our soul can attune to any frequency that it wants. And every, like our brains are just sending out energy, sending out frequencies. Like this is one of the concepts I learned about in transurfing where we basically are living in a world of energy and we're taking in that energy and then our we're, our brain is programming that energy and sending it out through our thoughts. So basically, since everything is energy and we're sending out these frequencies, we are attuning to these set frequencies and and bringing in that type of energy. So if you're attuned to the poverty frequency, you are going to be bringing in that poverty energy and bringing in more poverty. But if you change that frequency to rich, wealthy, then you start bringing in that rich, wealthy frequency. It's as simple as that. Like that's like... It's all like, that's how the world works. And I wrote down. Let me, I'm, I'm trying to read all my notes. Cause I, I got through most of this stuff already. Okay. The, one of the quotes that I wrote down was if you tell yourself a lie enough, you start to believe it. So basically, I'm pretty sure everyone's like this, but I'm going to tell you my story. When I first read Transurfing, I like didn't believe in any of this stuff. But then I read it again, and then I basically came up with this goal, which was a crazy goal at the time. And it was to move to Hawaii and surf and become a surfer. I did not believe that at all. But you know what I did? I kept repeating it. I kept like replaying that image in my head and I kept telling myself that lie over and over and over again. And eventually I started to believe it. Now I actually believe that it's going to happen. Now I'm like at the point where I know it's going to happen. And now I've actually expanded my slide to where not only I'm going to move there, Not only am I going to be a surfer, but I'm also going to move there, have my own private beach, have my own nice house, have like all of this stuff. So I actually believe that this is going to happen. And every single day, my suspicions are confirmed more and more. And then, so when you tell yourself a lie often enough, it becomes a belief. So initially you don't believe it, but then if you keep repeating it over and over, over again, it becomes a belief. And then... When you believe something, you never quit. Like all those, like there's this uh, analogy that, or this story that he said in the video was all those people who are, who give up two feet away from the gold, never, were never really in it for that like idea. They were never really in it for 
that like purpose. Like they weren't really interested in that objective. They were just interested in the money. They were only interested in the money and they quit. They quit because they didn't believe that it was actually possible. But when you believe something, you never quit. Like no matter what happens, you keep going. You never quit. And that's what, like that basically put into words what I'm experiencing right now. Like I keep day after day, I keep going down into the basement and recording my podcast. Even though I have not seen results after 95 days, no results, but I keep going. I keep going, keep going because you know why? Because I believe like that. You don't need to know how it's going to happen. You don't need to know what, like how you're going to do it. Because you want that to happen. Like I want my goal. So that is all I need to say. Like no justification is required for wanting something. You want something because you want it. So go, you're going to get it because you want it. That's why operating under the wanting mindset is so crucial. That's the 1% mindset. Because when you need something, when you feel like you need something, it's like scarce and it's like not abundant. So you don't like create for it. You have to fight others for it. But when you want something, you just go and get it. And you don't have to, you don't have to justify your wants, your desires. You just go out and get it. And that's the soul's language. The soul that another thing that he said is, I wrote it down. Let me check what it said. It was, um, understand where wants come from the soul. So he basically said, it's not until like, once you understand where your wants and desires come from, that's when you start really making big gains. He basically said something like that. And like, they come from your soul, but you have to understand, like it comes from your soul and your soul is infinite. Your soul is all powerful. Your soul is God. Like you're God. You may not be the God, like I'm just in the beginning of my spiritual journey. So I'm basically repeating what I'm learning. Like I'm basically just reiterating every single thing that I'm learning. So in dancing after the music stops, I learned that I am God. I may not be the God, but I am a God. And my soul is like part of that power. So it just if if my desire comes from my soul well then that means that it's like god's desire essentially and that means that and a lot of people believe that your like the human mind is a like has like a gateway a communication channel to god which is basically like your soul can communicate with god so if you're if your soul is in communication with God and then your desires come from your soul, that basically means that your desires are coming from God. So then you dedicate your entire life. Like one of the things he, uh, someone said in that video was all you got to do is figure out what, like figure out what you want to do and dedicate your entire life to it. Like decide what you love to do and dedicate your life to it. That's it. Like you just got to figure out what you love to do and then just commit your entire life to it. All right, so going back to that story of how when you were a kid, your parents and you were like, oh, I want this. And your parents like, how are you going to get that? And then you basically dropped it because you didn't know. You were taught to do that. So then all you all you have to do is understand that that is like what society plays upon you. Understand that whenever you have this desire to be a millionaire, desire to go on a yacht, desire to party like in a yacht all the time, desire to do all these things. And then you're like, oh, I don't know how to do it. So I'm just not going to do it. Be conscious of that because that was society's social conditioning. It's not your parents' fault because they were conditioned by society as well. They're just reiterating what society taught them. 
So now be conscious of it and still go for the goal. Because guess what? Not a single successful person knew how they were going to do it. Not a single one. Like no one knows how they're going to achieve it. Like if you have a lot of experience, you may know a lot more than their average Joe trying to gain success. Like you may know a lot more on how to do it, but you don't know every step of the way. But what they do understand is that they know they don't know and they know that it doesn't matter whether you don't know or not. Because if there's uneducated people that can become millionaires, if there's people less educated than me that can become millionaires, like these six-year-olds, they can become millionaires, then anyone can. Like you don't have to know how to do it. You just have to follow all the principles and just figure out how to do it. And one of the things that is extremely great is studying, which I guess kind of contradicts like the fact of not being educated. But I really believe that studying like these books, the right types of books, like this one guy, this the older guy in the video, he basically said that he never reads novels. He never watches movies. He's only interested in consuming like books that are going to help improve him. He's only interested in nonfiction self-help books. He's only interested in reading books that are going to improve his situation, improve his life, which is exactly what I'm doing as well. So that's another thing. He also said, figure out like what he does is he, once he knows what he wants, he finds someone that's already done that. He finds someone that's already achieved that thing that he wants to achieve. And then he goes and talks to them and does every single thing that they say, every single thing. And then he achieves that thing as well. Like it seems too easy, but that's how it works. And no one does it. But once someone does do it, they gain massive success. And one of the things that I realized is that most, like all these successful people are studying worldview. Like Russell Brunson, one of like my first people that I was learning about for business, he studies mindset and worldview and like your thoughts, he studies Napoleon Hill. So it makes sense to study Napoleon Hill as well. Like, doesn't that just make sense? I believe so. So that's, it's like, it's, it just seems too easy. And that's because we are operating under a, that one meter, that half an inch mindset. We're operating under that frequency. But when you ascend your consciousness to a higher frequency, when you ascend to the 50 feet, 100 feet frequency, then you realize that, oh yeah, that's how it is. Like usually the simple things in life are the greatest. Like I've, one of the things that is pretty obvious or one of the things that I've noticed is that it's usually the simple things in life that are like the most satisfying, the most rewarding and like the most, like the best, just the simple things, just simple simplicity. It's all about the worldview. Let me let me get some water. All right, so the last note, last thing of piece of notes that I wrote down was about how this one guy who was interviewing the older guy, he asked him So what about all those like average people who have these limiting beliefs? What can you do? Like, what can you say to them to get them to believe this stuff? And the guy said, you can't, nothing. You can't say nothing. They have to change it themselves. Like you have to change things for yourself. You have to learn things yourself. You have to change your world, do your mindset for yourself. Like no one can do this for you. No one can change your thoughts for you. You have to do it yourself. And honestly, when I was first starting self-improvement, there was a lot of things that I didn't want to do because it was too hard. 
or I just didn't want to do is just laziness. And so I realized, oh, that's an issue. Like if I don't want to do things, then how am I ever going to achieve anything? And so I realized like, oh, how do I solve this? How do I fix this for myself? So what I did was I realized, oh, I just don't have that much discipline. And so I like tried to figure out what I could do to increase my discipline. And I read in a book, I read in a book after the fact, but one of the things I realized was, oh, I can increase my discipline by taking cold showers. Like that's a pretty hard thing to do. Like doing hard things increases your discipline. And I intuitively understood that discipline was a skill and it needed to be developed. And then I read in a book called The Unplugged Alpha. And literally the number one thing that I took out of it was just one sentence. He literally just said, take cold showers, build your discipline. Like taking cold showers is the simplest way to build your discipline. And so ever since that, I took a cold shower. Only co- I only took cold showers, which that was probably last January or February. So March, April, May, Ju- March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. So over eight months, I've been taking cold showers and my discipline has definitely increased. And what I realized is I am, it's getting, it's starting to become winter time or it's fall now, but it's starting to become winter soon. So it's getting colder and colder. And so the pipes are getting colder and colder. So the water is starting to get freezing. And I was, I just keep like every single morning is a struggle. Like every morning I'm just like, oh, I don't want to do this, but I just do it anyways. Because I know that this taking cold showers is the solution to being able to be successful because you're not going to be able to be successful if you don't have discipline. And so you got to figure out how to achieve discipline. And that's, that's what I did. I started taking cold showers. So now I correlate cold showers with my, I directly link cold showers to my success. So that's why I always do it because I know that every single day when I hop in that shower, it has to be cold water or else I don't build the discipline needed for success. And it's a struggle because during this, like coming into summer or not summer, winter, it's getting colder and colder. So it's getting harder and harder, which is good because it's required, it's building more and more discipline. It's like progressive overload. When, when I, when you go to the gym, every so often you increase the weight, like you increase the reps, you increase the weight, you progressively overload, you get, make it harder and harder for yourself. And so that it's the same way with discipline. You progressively overload. So cold showers, especially when it's getting colder, is an amazing way to progressively overload. And what I used to do was, uh, like I've been taking cold showers for quite some time because I used to do it for like recovery for soccer a couple years ago. And what I realized is that, or what I used to do was I would get in the cold, start it cold, and then I would like actually wash my body with uh, warm water and then I would end it cold. But then once I read it in the book, I was like, oh yeah, I'm not like, I got to wash my body in cold. So I am only in cold the entire time. And I probably take like 10, 15 minute showers. Maybe I actually don't know how long it takes. I'll, maybe I'll record it or maybe I'll time it if I remember. And it's all about discipline. I know I don't talk much about discipline and the, this podcast, but one thing that I realized is that when you kind of have this struggle, you got to figure out how to fix it. Like when I realized, Oh, I don't, I don't want to do things. I was like, okay, why? Cause I don't have discipline. So how can I increase my discipline? Because, and I just figured out the simplest way to increase my discipline and I did it. Like it, I was already going to be taking showers already going to be taking showers. So it was the same time investment either way. It's whether I was going to have the temperature cold or warm. So it's 
make things as simple as possible for you. Like my podcasts are bare bones. My TikToks are bare bones. I don't edit my podcast or my TikToks. I do edit my podcast for the audio quality, but I don't like, I don't edit things out. I literally just do the bare bones. I get it done quick because I know that if you make things as simple as possible, you'll gain success. And over time, you will end up like increasing the quality. You'll make it a little bit more complicated, but that's like the progressive overload, just like how I am progressively getting colder and colder cold showers. You progress, you just start and then it progresses. Like you just keep going as simple as possible, but soon like your simple will get easier and easier. So then you can make the simple harder and harder. And then you're, it's just like progressive overload. So that's like, that's why there is, um, you guys saw, if you've been following my show, like ever since it started, you guys saw the progress or if you even just went back and saw like my older videos, like my first videos, well, even the 14 episodes I recorded before I even started posting them were on my phone. And then the next episodes I posted, like the real first ones I posted were on, on the, what's it called? on this like little voice recorder device that I had. So I thought that was an upgrade, but it actually wasn't an upgrade. Uh, But pretty much it just changed, evolved. And then eventually I started editing the noise. And then eventually I started, I actually got a new microphone, which that was a huge upgrade. And then eventually it, I got a microphone or not a microphone, a camera. And so now I have visual so slowly but surely my simple is getting greater and greater like yeah it took like 90 episodes to get a camera but it doesn't matter like you just start things and figure it out along the way and I want I was gonna say something I don't know what it, I don't know what I was gonna say but I like I'm just like reiter I'm documenting all this stuff there's, I keep on seeing that people teach things that they don't even apply. I am applying this stuff in my own life, but the reason why I haven't seen a results is because it just takes time. Like it, it's not going to happen right away, but it's also like it may happen right away because in the video, there was a guy who was taught the secrets of success. He was taught like the, the secret code or the secret way to like manifest things and right away he had an instant result and literally the next day he had a result so maybe it doesn't take time maybe maybe I'm the only one maybe I'm the only thing holding myself back in that regard maybe I'm holding myself back to see success just because I believe it will take time I don't know that's another thing that I gotta destroy in my mind but it's it's crazy. Napoleon Hill, he I like didn't even I heard of his name, but I didn't realize how like valuable he was. He literally spent 30 years of his life studying the most successful people and wrote it down in all one book. 500 pages. Like that's a small investment to read 500 pages of 30 years worth of work. If you can memorize all 500 pages of that, and like not even memorize it, but like really lock it into your mind and like turn it into your worldview. Well, then you basically get 30 years of work talking to the most successful people in the world. Henry Ford. He created Ford. He was the richest. Like Ford and Tesla are the two only American car companies that never went bankrupt. That's just one statistic that I learned a little while ago. I don't even know if it's true, but that is like Henry Ford is extremely, was extremely wealthy. And just the fact that like that story where, uh, what's it called? He studied, Napoleon Hill studied Henry Ford 
And then he wrote a book about like successes. And then Henry Ford himself said that this book was too powerful and he like they took it off of the market. <clears throat> so that just says something. If the richest man in the world or one of the richest men in the world at the time said that this was too powerful, like it's definitely got to be taken seriously. Like this is definitely something that's got to be looked into at the very least because like Henry Ford is the epitome of success billionaire billionaire million billionaire I think I assume that's like I got a lot to say but over the following couple days I'm going to be reading about death and dying wise in a book called die wise and what I learned this morning was the system that we have of dying is an extremely unnatural, artificial, and subdued time. Like it's a subdued event of death. And what happens is that people don't even want to die. And people are under anti- like antidepressants, sedatives, Like, imagine that scene and imagine like you're a soul and death is like this natural process of transferring your soul into, into this, like the soul world or the spirit world. So it it should be this like sacred process, but we, our society has artificially tampered that process. And it's just this very disturbing process thought because I never really thought about that how our soul is transferred like it's making its journey to the infinite again it's like we're in an infinite or we're in a finite world right now and our soul is living in the finite world and it's returning back to the infinite and so this process of death should be this like spiritual process this natural process but what what our society teaches us is to resist death and not want to die. And so, and then we also like get these, like we get put on life support and we get put on like all these terrible artificial things, which I didn't think were terrible until I just read like literally the introduction of the book. And I'm starting to actually realize like, Oh wow, that's actually not good. Like that's, And I'm wondering what other things are there in society? Like in the video that I watched today, one of the things he said in his story was when he first realized like, oh, this is a limiting belief. And then he changed it. He he instantly like thought like what other things, like what other false limiting beliefs am I thinking about right now? And that's kind of what I'm on right now. I'm searching for all these limiting beliefs that I have and destroying them. And one of the things like just recently I discovered was the fear of death. And just this morning I discovered this isn't a limiting belief, but it's one of the things that society teaches us that's holding us back. And it's not really that big, but I'm currently trying to learn how to read faster. And one of the things that I realized this morning was that society, when we're, the education system teaches us how to read by like basically teaching us the sounds of each letter. So A has an apple and then A makes ah sound. And so society teaches us how to read in that method. And so as a result, we have this inner monologue, inner voice when we read. So we're reading like word for word and we're like saying every word in our voice. And as a result, it's really slow. And so what you're supposed to do when you read is just not have an inner voice. And that's like one thing that I discovered this morning. Just that's a really little like thing, but there's like, it's just more and more things that I'm discovering that are limiting belief. And I have a prediction that in the following months, I'm going to discover even more, especially once I start reading that, uh, the law of success in 16 lessons book. 
which I'm probably not going to read in a while. And I keep doing this where I discover this book that I want to read right here, right now, but I have to wait. Like the die wise I discovered like maybe a month and a half ago, but I made myself wait until literally like today to read it. So it's something I got to change, but that's it for today's episode. So to wrap things up, actually this whole outro I think is dumb. So I'm just going to say follow for more if you're interested. So that's it. Follow for more.